Good morning. I hope you're all doing well today. We are learning Mastechas Gittendaf Tesvav, and we're starting halfway down with a new parak. This parak is uh, called Hamevi Get, and we're going to be going back to some of the discussions that we've been having earlier in the parak, earlier in the Masechda, I should say, about the Funai Nechta the verification process for when a get is sent from outside of Eretz Yisrael and into Eretz Yisrael. We had said in the first mission of the Perek that a shliach has to say We didn't give a lot of parameters at that time to what different versions of and there, there are. So that's going to be what this mission is all about. Let's get started. I maybe get me Medina Sayam. A person, uh, a husband sends a get with a shliach from outside of Eretz Yisrael, into Eretz Yisrael. And the Omar, the Shleach says, Yes, I can verify that the get was written in front of me, but I didn't see the signatures. Or perhaps the opposite, I only was able to witness the signatures, but it wasn't written in front of me. Or, Yes, I saw the whole thing being written, but I only saw half of the signatures, namely, I only saw one signature. Or, um, I, w- I saw that half of it was written, the opposite of the previous case. I saw both signatures, but I only saw half of the writing. In all of those cases, the Mishnah says, Puzzle. The Mishnah continues, Let's say there's two Shlichim. One person gets to say, I witnessed the writing. The other person writes that he saw the signatures. In such a case, the halacha would be that it's puzzle. What if What if two of the, the two shlichim who are walking together from, let's say, from France to Yerushalayim, the two people who are delivering, they say, We both witnessed the writing of this get. But only one of the two witnessed the signatures. But this is a machlok, as the Tanakhama says, Pasal Rabbi Huda Machshir. And we'll discuss all of this, of course, as we navigate through the Gemara. Last but not least in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Let's say that one person says that he saw the writing. And both witnesses, the Shlichim, they both say, they both say that they saw that it was signed, but then Kashe, end of Mishnah. Says the Gemara. I don't even know why this Mishnah was worth it in the first place. Why do I need this Mishnah at all? We already learned this in the beginning of the Parak. We had already said, You're creating all of these different iterations of different possibilities of verification of the Fanai We already discussed it in the Mishnah on Daf There's no reason for us to repeat the Mishnah over here on Daf Tesvav. So says the Gemara, that's not correct. If I only would have had the Mishnah on Daf Beis, I would have thought that, yes, you do need to say, and I might have thought that all of these other, other iterations were Tavarim Pshutim, that uh, they'd be puzzled no matter what. Uh, that's not necessarily true. I might have thought that Tzarech, we do need to say, and if I didn't say it, it's still kosher. Maybe I would have misunderstood some of the various cases that we just discussed in our Mishnah. Kamash Malan, that we need to have clarification on each and every case. The Gemara at the two dots, two-thirds of the way down, says, We had said that if a witness says that he saw that uh, half of it was written in front of him, 
and all of uh, and all of it was signed in front of him. So we said that that's puzzle. The Gemara wants to know which half are we looking at? When he says that he only saw a half of the get being written, which half is he talking about? If he saw the first half of the get, and the first half of the get includes the integral information like the names of the chasanim and the kala, so then that's not a shayla. We already learned. That once we see a little bit of the get being written, that's totally fine. It must be that he saw the chetzio acharon. That we're not talking about the first half of the get. If he would have seen the first half of the get, the public, that it would have been perfectly valid. What we're talking about over here is where he saw the second half of the get. And the second half of the get is problematic because that doesn't have the critical information in it, such as the names of the people. That brings us to the next two dots, five lines from the bottom on the test six lines from the bottom on the test of we had said in our Mishnah case of Nechtav Kulo, where the whole get was written in front of the Shliach, and I only saw one of the two signatures, and there we said Pasa. We're now going to see three different approaches to this particular um, piece of Mishnah. Amar of Chizda, his understanding of this is as follows. If I witnessed only signature number one, and two different people witnessed signature number two, Rav Chizda says it's still going to be puzzle. So that's crazy because that, we would have trusted one person to say that both signatures are fine. I was the shliach from France to, to Yerushalayim and I saw the first signature. And then two different signatures, come, two different witnesses come and say that, don't worry, the second signature is valid. And Rav Chizda says that we, from our Mishnah, we should assume that that's going to be Usr as well, that that's puzzle. That's the Gemara Maitaina. Why does Rav Chizda think that this is the right application of our Mishnah? That if I, as the Shliach, only saw the first signature, and that two Aden saw the second signature, why should we assume that it's puzzle? So the Gemara says Maitaina because, O Kulo Bekiyum Haget, O Kulo either we're going to have the rules of Befanai Nechta or Befanai Nechta, Daf Bezin Gitten, or we're going to do Takanas Chachamim. We're going to do one or the other. Sorry, that is the Takanas Chachamim. We're either going to do regular Kiyum get of Adim to verify the signatures, or we're going to use the Takanas Chachamim from Daf Bezin that Befanai Nechta or Befanai Nechta works. But we can't mix and match our verifications. Therefore, what Rav Chizda is saying that if I if I'm using Befanai Nechta or Befanai Nechta to verify the first signature, which is the Takanas Chachamim from Daf Bezin. I can't then flip over to regular Kim Sharos of Aden to verify the second signature. It's not allowed. We need everything to be coming from the same type of verification. And therefore, Rav Chizda rejects this. The Gemara doesn't like this. Three lines from the bottom, Maskif La Rava. Rava says, Mi'ika Midi, is there ever such a case scenario, kosher, that had the one Shlia verified both signatures, we'd say it's kosher. And now, Hashta the Ika Trey, Postal. And now that I have two guys verifying the second signature, where did you even get your idea from, Rav Chizda? May say that there's a problem with this. This edus is better than the shliach. It's two edim who are verifying that second signature was excellent. So Rava is not hearing Rav Chizda. He rejects him. Ella says the Gemara Amar Rava. Rava says, Afilu, turning to the top of that's Rava Medez, Afilu hu ve'acher me'idin al-chasimas yad sheni pasal. If I am the shliach and I am the witness for number one, and then for signature number one. And then I and one other person are verifying signature number two. 
So then says the Gemara, that's also possible, my time up, because there we're concerned about something else. There we're concerned about Asuli Ichlufe Bekium Shtaros, Bekium Shtaros to Alma. There I'm concerned about other Shtaros. Maybe it should have worked by Get, but we're not going to allow it to work by Get. Let's review Rava's answer and then we'll dig into the lumbus of the Gemara. Rava is saying that if I, as the Shliach, see the first aid, um, the first signature's aid, a signat- if I, as the Shliach, can verify that the first aid signed in front of me, and the second aid I didn't see, but I, I recognize the signature, and me and you verify the second signature, he says, no dice. Why not? Says the Gemara, because if we do that, we'll make a mistake with other shtaros. What's the concern that we'll have? The kanafik, what's going to happen is that riva de mamona, a quarter of all of the money is apuma de chadzada. A quarter of all of the money is going to be based on one witness. What does this mean? It means as follows. If there are two signatories, I was able to verify the first one, which is 50% of the signatures, because I was there the Fanai Nechtam. I watched him do it. The second signature, I it wasn't the Fanai Nechtam, but I recognized it. So me and you partner together on the second signature, which means that I'm half of that second signature. If that's true, then 75% of the ages of the signatures is me. For signature number one, that's 50% of the ages. And on the second signature, I'm also a 50% aid on that. So that's another quarter, which means I'm responsible for 75%. In other words, the verification of the signatures is uneven. I am going to verify 75% of the ages, and you are only verifying one quarter. And the Gemara says that by Shtaros Ba'alma, that's not allowed. But to that, Masjidla Ravashi, Ravashi says four lines down on Tesvabama base, that doesn't make sense either. Could there be a case, that had it been that I, as one Shliach, was able to verify everything, but Hashta, now that I'm adding another person to my Edus, we're going to say, Puzzle? That doesn't make sense either. I strengthened my Shita by bringing in another person. And clearly, Ravashi isn't concerned about the fact that the 75 to 25 verification rules, he doesn't seem to be bothered by that. And therefore, the Gemara pivots to its third possibility. Ella says the Gemara 10 lines down, 8 lines down. Ella Amar Ravashi. No, Ravashi says it's uh, even more of a, of a subtle Kiddush. Afidu Amar Ani Hu Eid Puzzle. This is incredible. The Bafanai Nechtam, I watched the first signature. And then I signed the second signature. So I'm the shliach and the verifier of signature number one. And I was the signatory for signature number two. So that's what the Gemara says is going on over here in the name of Ravashi. And Ravashi says, my time, why doesn't this work? And we fall back to an old reason. He goes back to a concern that we saw earlier, which is the concern of Rava. Rava's concern rejected the sheet of Rav and the concern is that when we're verifying the get, we need it to be that the verification process of each signature is the same. It's either kiyum haget, which is verification of signatures like we normally would, or no, it's the unique takanas fachanim of the fanai nechtan and the fanai nechtan. So in this case, Ravashi is saying that even though I'm the same person, but I verified signature number one with the takanas fachanim of the fanai nechtan and the fanai nechtan, and the second signature was my signature, and that's not under the umbrella of the Fanei Nechta. 
So that's why the Gemara doesn't like this, uh, doesn't like the previous Shita. And that's why what the Gemara is saying over here is that Ravna, is that Ravashi is not willing to tolerate this. The Gemara now asks a question because we don't know who to follow. Do we think that Rav Chizda is right? Do we think that Rava is right? Or do we think that Ravashi is right? So the Gemara asks a question against Rav Chizda. The Gemara says a quarter of the way down, it's not middle of the line. We have in our Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, if we have a case where a person saw the whole writing of the get, and and he only saw one of the signatures. So there our Mishnah says, puzzle. And the Gemara says, Ida in regards to the other signature, Hechidami. What was the status of that other signature based on the line in our Mishnah? If you want to say that in regards to the second signature, if you want to say that there was no witness at all in regards to the second signature, well, if we have a case where one person is saying and one person is saying I witnessed the writing and you witnessed the signing, one person watched the whole entire writing and one witnessed the whole chasima, and there we said puzzle. Then It can't be that Rav Chizda is right. It can't be that he's right because we have a case in our Mishnah, which leaves no room for him to even say his comment. Because if we certainly say that if you and I are splitting the befanei nechtav and befanei nechtam, you see the writing and I see the signature. So of course chetzio is going to be problematic. Ella, it must be that we don't accept the sheet of Rav Chizda and okay the Rava, okay the Rabashi. It must be that the correct assessment of Al Mishnah is like Rabba Shita on the bottom of, of the previous Amud, or like the Shita of Ravashi that we just saw a couple of lines ago. But we reject Rav Chizda. It says the Gemara, that's not so simple. Amar Lach Rav Chizda, what would Rav Chizda have responded? If, according to your reasoning, you think that my approach doesn't make sense because there's an extra phrase in the Mishnah, I'll throw that right back at you. Will the Tameh halfway down? We said in our Mishnah, why do we need both phrases? Our Mishnah used two phrases. First, it said in one case it says that uh, yes, I saw I saw it written, and then we reversed it that oh I saw the chasimas, but I didn't see the ksiva. Why do I need both of them? I already know that to be true. Ella, instead of saying that that line is extra, maybe it's lozu apsu katani. The lozu apsu katani is a phrase that basically says this is true, and this is also true. In other words, it's a Mishnah that's being a little more explanatory, and it's not an extra verse. So therefore, because there's no extra phrase in our Mishnah in regards to Befanai Nechtav, Aval, Lo Befanai Nechtav, so Hachanami, in regards to the question you asked against Rebchizda, it's also not an extra line. Lozu Asu Katani. So therefore, we now have all three Shittas as valid possibilities of our Mishnah, Rebchizda, Rava, and Ravashi. And comparing this to an, another world altogether, the Gemara says, Amar of Chizka, Gidud Chamisha, Umechitza Chamisha, Ein Mitzdarpin. When we are talking about the world of Mechitzas, we learn this Gemara in Maseches Erevin. So what we're talking about over here is when there's a pit that's only five Tvachim deep. And then above the pit of five Tvachim deep is a fence that's five Tvachim. So we know that a minimum Mechitza is ten Tvachim. So how does this work? Do we say that they're Mitzdari? If I have five feet of dirt, Right, I'm in a hole. There's five, not five feet, five tvachim of dirt followed by five tvachim of fence. So Rav Chizda was of the opinion, 
that doesn't work. The only way that it works is if the pit itself is 10, or if the wall itself is 10. But we don't take halfsies. This is similar to his shita because he doesn't like the fact that by our case, where you have one form of verification for signature number one and a different form of verification for signature number two. That's why the Gemara brought it here, because there are similarities between the two cases. And Darash Miremar, Miremar said, He disagreed with Rebchitza, and in fact, There's a Mechitza like this in a show uh, in the suburbs, where uh, the Mechitza on the women's side is not quite tall enough. But the men's side is lower than the start of the women's mechitza. So this question would be a perfect application to that mechitza. Would we say that the mechitza on the women's side, from the perspective of the women's side, really isn't tall enough? But because the men's side is lower than the women's side, perhaps there's extra tfachim that would make the mechitza tall enough. This is a discussion in the postgame based on a Gemara just like this. And the Maisa, the Gemara says, Behilchasa, how do we paskin, meet starfin, that we do combine? The Gemara now tries to compare this to yet another case. We're two-thirds of the way down on Teth of Avamidbez. Boy Ilfa. Ilfa asks a question. Is it possible to be mitaher half on your hands? The Gemara doesn't even know what this means. If you want to know if we can split chatzayim, we can split a revius for two people, we know that when we wash the kilas yadayim, the cup has to have a minimum of a revius in it. doesn't mean you have to pour all of the revius on your hands. And there is a, uh, a segula that one should fill up the entire cup of water. We've discussed this before. Uh, the skula for ashirus. Nevertheless, if I have a minimum of a revius, it's still mutter for me to wash the kilas yadayim. Now, if I'm able to use uh, that revius for two people, does that work? I'll wash my hands multiple times, just like I need to kehil And then there's enough for, for you to wash your hands also. Says the Gemara, that can't be the question of, of Ilfa. Ilfa says, It can't be that case because we have a Mishnah, and the Mishnah says, so It can't be that Ilfa is asking about this. Therefore, the Gemara says, six lines from the bottom, maybe Ilfa is asking a different question altogether. The Ella, maybe we're talking about the Kamashi Chada He washes one hand one way and one hand another way. And this, uh, so the Gemara says this also can't be a question because we have a Mishnah. You wash your right hand like you would with a Natala with a regular washing cup. And you wash your second hand by dipping it into a river or something like that. We don't care that you're washing your hands, each hand in a different way. That also can't be the question of Ilfis because that's already been codified in a Mishnah. The Ella says the Gemara, perhaps we're talking about the Kamashi, Palga, Palga, Diyode. Maybe we're talking about I only washed, you know, the left side of my hand, and then I let it dry, and then I washed the, the right side of my hand. Maybe that's his question. Says the Gemara, that can't be Ilfa's question either, because you can't wash only half of your hand. And that, therefore, that can't be Ilfa's question, because that too has been codified in the negative, that it's not allowed. So says the Gemara, Lotzricha, what are we talking about? We're talking about a case actually where you wash half of your right hand and half of your left hand. But when you wash the first half of your hand, and it's not totally dry when you wash the second half of your hand, there still is some moisture on the right side of your hand that you start that you already washed. And now you're trying to wash the left hand, uh, and we want to know if that's going to work. 
says the Gemara, Who cares if your hands are a little bit wet? What does that have to do with anything? After all, the Hatznan, turning to the top of the Zion of Adalit, we learned in a Mishnah, a Nitzok, we learned about Nitzok, which is water or a viscous liquid. That was what we were talking about then. That's poured from a Tameh Kli to a Tahor Kli. Nitzok is the liquid that connects the two Kli. The Hakatafris, and Rashi says, that's Har Meshupa. It's a very uh, a slope where water streams down the slope. In all of these cases, in our cases, the case of Mashgetofeach is that the tuma does not transfer. So therefore, there should be no problem with washing your right hand and then partially drying and then washing your left hand because tuma won't connect from the right hand to the left hand, to right hand side of the hand to the left side of the hand because Mashgetofeach has no chibor. It says the Gemara, what must have Ilfus's question be? When there's much more water. It says the Gemara, but that too can't be Ilfus's question because Hanami Tanina, three lines down, we already learned this. That, that's for sure the case that if there will definitely be too much transferring if there's a lot of water. So therefore, we're still stuck. It says the Gemara, maybe we've misunderstood all along. Dilma, perhaps when we talk about Chibor, about the connectedness of water, Maybe really that only has to do with another genre of halacha. It's only talking about mikvos, dilma le'inyan mikvos. And if in fact the chibur that we've been discussing is talking about mikvos, then we know what Ilfa's question was. Because Ilfa's question is if I wash my right hand and my left hand, I know the answer by mikvos about chibur. Fine. But I don't know the answer by mikvah. So that perhaps that's his question. And how would we understand the sugya of mikvah? Says the Gemara, Rebbe Hudahi. Five lines down, that's none. Let's say that there's a mikvah that has exactly 40 signs. And two people go into the mikvah, one after the other. So the Gemara says, The first person is going to be tahor because when he walked into the mikvah, there was enough water for him. There was exactly 40 signs. But the second person, why? Because when the first person leaves the mikvah, He'll be carrying some droplets of water on him. And if he does that, then now we're 40 saw minus the amount of droplets that person number one had on his body. And therefore, the mikvah that person number two is going into is lacking water. It's an insufficient non-kosher mikvah. Ah, so says the Gemara, Rabbi Huda Omer, if the first person who went in the mikvah still has his feet in the water, but then we assume that all the water on his body is still connected to the mikvah, and therefore, says the Gemara, af hasheni tahor. And the Gemara says that we see clearly that there's chibor by water by mikvah, because guy number two standing in the, in the mikvah with his feet and his body is still wet. Sorry, guy number one is standing on the top of the stairs of the mikvah, but his feet are in the water. But then we, have, we see a chibor between the water on his body and the water in the mikvah, and therefore the second person who's in the mikvah now, his mikvah is still kosher because there's chibor from the water on the body. So maybe that's where we have clarity on chibor. Maybe where we don't have clarity on chibor is by the, by the case of Ilfa, where he wants to know, does this idea of chibor, which we know applies to the world of mikvah, does it also apply when you wash half of your hand and not the other? That's his question. We'll stop right here, and the Mirza Hashem will pick up tomorrow in person. Wishing you all a beautiful day.